0: As our region's real estate market continues to see prices climb to historic heights, the 519 Podcast is taking a look at the impact on first-time home buyers. In a recent episode, we heard from economist Mike Moffitt about why prices have gone up the way that they have. And we talked to a realtor who pointed to a lack of supply and how hard that is making it for buyers to find what they're looking for in their price range. Well, this week, we hear from first-time homebuyers, Alex and Tristan, who were successful in finding a home, one that they just recently moved into. We wanted to find out, what was their house-searching experience like? Was it discouraging to see houses that they loved sell for tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars over the listing price? And what advice would they have for other first-time homebuyers? Here's your host, Craig Needles. We'll start with a conversation with Tristan and Alex,
1: They're first-time homebuyers, just getting in to their new home, in fact, and it was a little bit of a process getting there, as you can imagine. You've been hearing about rising prices. We talked about it a few weeks ago here on the 519 Podcast. There are some people who are being priced out of home ownership entirely, and for a while, Tristan and Alex thought they might be in that group. They joined us here on the 519 Podcast to explain the process and what it was like getting into their home. Uh, Tristan, Alex, uh, thank you, both of you, for uh, doing the podcast with us.
2: It yeah, is great to be here. Thank you. So
1: you've just moved in to your first home that you have purchased. Uh, tell me about the feeling once you, you got the keys and you're in there and now you're, you know, uh, shifting stuff around and getting your stuff in there.
3: Uh, very, very overwhelming. Once you're in and you see all the boxes <laughs> and you're trying to unpack and you think you have more room than you do, but... <clears throat>
1: Yeah. Oh, I've, uh, I was just telling you before we started recording, I've absolutely been in that situation where you're like, Oh, I can do this, this, or this now. And then you get in there and like, Oh, wait a minute. My stuff only fits into this space. So there's uh there's yeah. definitely some of that to it. Uh, what was the process like of, uh, of getting into the home? Obviously the real estate market, and we've been talking about this in the podcast is just absolutely bananas right now. So what has the process of getting in there been like for you? Tell us as much as you can of the story.
2: Yeah. Um, when did we start looking like earlier this year? Um, I would say it was pretty disheartening because our, our budget was pretty low to begin with. Um, so like originally we were living in London. So then knowing we probably weren't really finding anything in London um, was a little hard because then your commute time kind of doubles or triples and whatnot. And I just felt like every time we went and looked at a house, it was either gone in seconds or we were getting outbid by like hundreds of thousands of dollars for not nice places at all so it was just that was really um hard I don't know if
3: you're yeah i know it essentially like our budget to begin with was uh, two years ago you could buy a, a move-in ready house it would need some love but serviceable in the city and um, unfortunately how it all unraveled we, uh, we were kind of forced out into not even like the suburbs <laughs> into like out uh, other towns around the city but um, fortunately we were uh, we were fortunate enough to find somewhere uh, here in Glencoe uh, that kind of suits our needs but we did have to settle a little bit
2: well, yeah we got lucky with the the place had been on the market for a while, so we kinda of scooped it up, but we were we were kinda of, we were almost thinking about just backing off for a little bit because we just we just couldn't get there and it wasn't only the the house, like finding a house, but just the mortgage as well. Getting getting approved was just also a, a big process. Um they just ask you for so much information and that was really also hard to go through too. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, especially if you're trying to get approved for numbers of dollars that probably were outside of your original budget parameters, right? You're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm going to try to get approved for a mortgage, the likes of which I never really considered trying to get approved for when I, when we got into this.
2: Exactly, and like I'm I'm still a full-time student, so it was like, it was really tough because they, they didn't really consider me as an income source, so that wasn't helping either. And then, yeah, it was like, you have to remember that you still have to pay your mortgage every month so you can't be buying something that's like insanely priced
1: yeah yeah i've noticed that too the bank gets touchy if you say that you're not going to pay the mortgage this month they get all <laughs> uh, yeah they don't really like that yeah i know i don't i don't get it like these these people come on uh yeah and i'm sure that obviously adds the, the the complications the difficulty of the process i know that when we were talking about this in the podcast last time uh we had an economist on named mike Moffat, and he said well a lot of people are being told just go to where you work or where you go to school or whatever and just drive until you can afford a place and that sounds like a a similar situation as to what happened with you two
2: yeah I would say that was pretty much what happened I'm looking at about a 40 minute commute which is a little on the the long side side, especially once it starts snowing
3: (laughs) yeah we were we were fortunate enough that I I work outside the city anyways so it kind of is somewhat in between but I I was driving uh, a fair bit to begin with, um but now we're both we both got a commute, <laughs> so so it's kind of Every, not, not optimal for yeah, us. But,
1: everyone's doing it, but but you wanted to own a home, and this was sort of the way it had to go, right? If uh, because just because the, the the prices within London city limits have just been going up and up and up and up, yeah. and it's, it's pricing people well, out sadly.
2: Exactly, and we like we were paying rent where. I think our mortgage is cheaper than our, I mean, our mortgage alone, like no utilities, Mm but our rent was more expensive than our mortgage. So it was almost like, why are we living with other people? Why are we, we were living with roommates too. So, Uh
1: Yeah, it's a good change is the moral of the story. It's a good change.
2: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so looking back on it, uh, did you have – you mentioned a couple of situations where, you know, you're bidding on a place and it goes right away or you see a place that you like and all of a sudden it's not on the market anymore. Do you, do you know how many places you sort of saw or thought, oh, it would be cool if we could live there and then they didn't work out? Did you sort of keep a running tally of that at
3: all? Um. There was, there was a few. One really sticks out. We um, – There was a few weeks there that we were watching it, uh, like everything that was listed very, very closely. And I, I remember going on at lunch and seeing a place that I never saw in the morning. So it had only been posted for maybe four hours. And I emailed the realtor and he said, yeah, sorry, that sold two hours ago. (laughs) (laughs)
1: so it uh it goes pretty fast is the moral of the story yeah that one then
2: we we spent a weekend um we even considered going out to chatham which is a lot farther from london um Mm -hmm. so we we spent a weekend there and we looked at a ton of stuff there but even that market uh like has picked up quite a bit yeah
1: i think they're up like 45 to somewhere between 45 and 50 percent since the start of the pandemic maybe more than that so yeah Yeah, it's been busy there too so you wonder to yourself i'm sure at some points and you 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 said it earlier how close did you get to just saying you know what forget it We'll, we'll we'll look to buy a house later right now it's just it's too much
2: yeah we almost did because like like we were saying as you as you're um, housing cost gets higher like your down payment gets higher and you have to like consider all those little fees that sneak up on you like the lawyers and it was almost like hey we can't we can't go too high we're not gonna be able to pay anything
3: <laughs> yeah it almost was like a, just a chain of just falling down the list of of wants and then likes and you're you're just eliminating stuff we started out with what we wanted um, kind of your own little piece of property, that sort of thing, house. And then you go, well, what can we actually afford? And then you go, okay, well, maybe a townhouse will work better. And then it's like, well, we can't even afford that. So- <laughs>
2: Not in London. <laughs> then,
3: we'll, then we'll go and try and find somewhere out, out of town and then a townhouse there or a condo or apartment. It just, yeah, it just <laughs> keeps seem to falling apart. Um, just the further we move down the list. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's too bad, and I uh, I feel for people who are in the, the the similar situation to the one you were in. Now it's uh, got a, a happy ending for you, but for a lot of people, I think they would have just given up. And I think that we have this barrier to home ownership, and even a barrier to the rental market. Mention how expensive your rent was, where it's just a lot of people don't have access to that, depending on their job, depending on their financial situation before they join the workforce, things like that. So it's it's, it's just difficult for a lot of people to be in that spot. It, it would, it would probably seem really hopeless right now for a lot of folks, and I feel bad for people who were in the position that you guys were in for so long.
2: No, I yeah, I fully agree because it's hard because you, if you sell your place, you have to go somewhere mm-hmm. else. So you
1: yeah it's you can't even to... really make the money back and that my, my wife and I were talking about this the other day she because we were talking about the market when we did sort of our last podcast on this and she said, well if we sold this place we would do really well I'm like yeah the trouble with that pesky thing is we have to live someplace else and yeah. there are yeah, four it's of us and, yeah. For
3: downsizing yeah but other than that yeah
1: sadly my my kids are two and three so we're mostly upsizing <laughs> the states yeah I definitely yeah. need yeah. more <laughs>
2: space <laughs> but even even condos in London were going for. Mm-hmm quite a lot so those weren't even really that affordable
1: (laughs) yeah no it's uh it's it's really a situation where uh you know the uh, like i said uh, there's barriers and people are being are being priced out of the market uh anything else that you wanted to add about this or uh, about your experience when you were looking for a home that you think that uh uh, people should know about perhaps they're in the same position or maybe you want to give people heads up about
2: um I don't know. I guess I, I really struggled because, like I stated, as being a student, they like didn't really the mortgage company didn't really didn't right. really look at me very favor favorably. So you're not I seen as an like,
1: asset, I suppose.
2: Yeah, like I had I, they counted my debt, but they didn't consider my income. Oh, I see. Um, so I would just say, like, make sure I don't know, I guess to make sure you have a stable job or something to like back you up. In that sense, um, if you're just starting out, I know that can be hard because they don't like when you're new or your contract work or stuff like that.
3: Yeah. Um, To kind of add to that, too, the small fees and everything that uh, let's start adding up. You really want to make sure like not just your down payment you have saved up, but I'll uh, even go further than that, save a few few thousand more dollars and and make sure you do it right the first time because uh everything um just from movers or if you're getting your family to move just food for them to stay for the weekend and that sort of thing (laughs) it, it all counts right so
2: yeah definitely
3: take your time with that If it
1: was my family, I would just not feed them. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You guys can go to Wendy's on your own. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And
2: and it's definitely easy to get overwhelmed. I mean, we've been here for two days now, and we have, like, the full list of what we want to replace tomorrow, if we could. (laughs) But... Um, it may
1: be longer than tomorrow is the, is uh, uh, yes.
2: <laughs>
1: Is what we should uh, sure be considering there. Well, I wish you luck with all the renovation projects, uh, whenever they start, be it soon, be it January. <laughs> uh, congratulations to both of you on uh, on getting in. I'm sure it's a good feeling. And thank you so much for uh, sharing your experience with you here on the uh, 519 podcast today.
2: No right, worries. Time. Thank you so much.
1: So there's Tristan and Alex. I wanted to switch up the conversation now and go at this from the realtor's perspective. Angela Baker was the realtor who was helping the two of them out. She joins us here on the 519 podcast to discuss her workings in the real estate industry right now with things being as ridiculous as they are and how she's looking to help first time home buyers angela thank you so much for doing this we appreciate it
4: no well, i, I appreciate having the chance to talk about um assisting some first time home buyers as well let's, thank let,
1: you yeah no thank you let's let's talk about that because the market over the last well since really the market's been going kind of bonkers for a little while now even before the pandemic but since march of 2020 was when things really started to get out of control so when people come to you and say hey i don't own a home now but i want to what are you telling them as far as how the process is going to go and how it's going to look
4: well, I think, you know, we just try to kind of keep them um, grounded in the realm of, of keeping them posted as to, yeah, as you said, the market has been crazy in the sense of it's it, it's gone so high with the the overbidding and people coming in from out of town. And um, we, we just we try and keep people just in the know of sort of this of the different scenarios that can happen um, and just to try and stay positive. I mean, they're going to see, you know, some houses that you know, will be listed in in a realm of the fair market value and and it and it will go over or, or in, on the flip side of that, sometimes uh, it doesn't go over crazy. And it's just honestly, the way the market's been, it's um it's hard to read it sometimes, and we just have to kind of keep telling people, um just to stay positive one way or the other, um, it's our job to, you know, get them into the homes that they love and that they want to be in. And we just, um, yeah, we just have to, have to stay positive and keep moving one foot in front of the other.
1: When it comes to staying positive, though, is is that difficult when you're putting in a bid for a home that's listed at four hundred and fifty thousand dollars and it gets sold for six hundred thousand dollars?
4: Oh man, oh, definitely, right? I mean, um, and you do, and and when I worked with my first first time home buyers that you spoke to, um, Tristan and and Alexandra, I mean, um, they had a budget that they knew they wanted to stick within, so which which definitely helps in that realm. But even with their price point, um, we we got you know slammed with that as well. It was kind of like, no, you would lose one after the other and one after the other. Um, But honestly, they were great. And I mean, and I just kind of was the cheerleader that kind of just kept them, you know, moving one foot forward. And anytime um, I found one or they found one to look at, we would just keep, you know, keep moving on. And and you know what? And we fluked out and we got one and they even got it for a little under asking. So, I mean, um, it is it's tough to stay positive. But honestly, you just got to um, It's kind of just the way real estate works. Right. You just have to kind of keep keep thinking it's it will happen sooner or later, but you just got to keep doing the one foot in front of the other
1: you obviously work with a lot of first-time home buyers what kind of a barrier is getting into the market like right now because we've talked to economists in the podcast who have said hey there are some people who are just going to be completely priced out of home ownership is that something that you're seeing in your line of work
4: it's yeah, no it's true and uh, you know you do you have to kind of um sadly tell people that they may have to continue renting where they are or you know if they're still living with mom and dad or um but yeah where they where they do you know they are going to have to stay for a little bit longer and I mean and it can be disheartening um but it, it's just sadly I think it is it's kind of the the market standpoint of where we are right now I mean you do need to have a a certain budget to work with to to know that you've got a good chance of getting in on it so um so yeah I think it it, it can be disheartening for some first time home buyers but in the end it's you know you have to do the best situation that works works for you.
1: Yeah yeah definitely and uh, it's just a matter of I guess figuring it out and uh, and really at some point hoping for a little luck right?
4: Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely luck and just, um, you know, perseverance, just hanging in there, just continuous looking and um, just watching what's coming up and what's being sold and, and evaluating uh, things. But just uh, yeah, definitely keeping your eye on the market. Yeah
1: are you noticing the numbers as far as what homes are being sold for uh, or over asking or average price or whatever, are, are, are things starting to flatten, flatten out a little bit or is it still going up and up and up in your estimation?
4: I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say that it's going up and up and up. I think we've kind of found that it's at a point where it has even doubt um, to a certain level, but there is still those, those areas where, um, yeah, you, where you honestly can't, tell someone specifically, um, this is what's going to happen. Um, that's just the the hard part. That's what going on, that what is going on right now. But as I said, it is definitely, I think kind of calming down a little bit. It's not continuously creeping up like what it was, you know, six eight months ago um, where it just kept continuously jumping up like month to month. Um, But yeah, that I think at least is kind of evened out a little bit. Um, But yeah, definitely we we can't really know for sure if it's going to go way over asking, if it's going to just come in at asking. Um, That's the strange part in the market right now. Yeah. So.
1: I think that's just figuring out what that is going to be going forward. Any other hints or tips you want to let folks know about before we uh, wrap up here, Angela?
4: Uh, no, well, just in the realm of first-time home buyers, um, you know, since it's that discussion. Honestly, I think my main thing would just be, yeah, hang in there, stay positive, and I mean, it is just a matter of, yeah, keeping your perseverance and just keep saving. But yeah, keep keep your eyes open and your ears open on the market, and um, people like me are here to help you. And um, yeah, definitely, just but definitely, positivity is the main thing. Staying positive.
1: All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for uh, for doing this with us. Really appreciate it.
4: Awesome. Well, thank you, Craig. I appreciate it.
1: That's realtor Angela Baker here on the 519 podcast. Thanks very much to Angela. Thanks so much to our first time homebuyers, Tristan and Alex, for joining us here on the 519 podcast as well. We'll talk
0: to you next week. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 519 podcast. This episode was produced by Patrick Maggermans, Jessica Stokes, Haley Chang, and Craig Needles. It was hosted by Craig Needles. The 519 podcast is a presentation of Blackburn Media.